Welcome, or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. And Happy New Year, Happy 2022. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TV Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I tell you about today's episode, it's New Year. You know what I'm going to ask you to do. Hit subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. I don't know why. And hit turn on those notifications. Also, connect with me on LinkedIn because I'd love to stay connected with you. We're all about connections this year. (laughs) Now, today it's just me. It's been a while since I've done this solo episode thing, but I figured, hey, it's a new year. Time to get back in the saddle and talk about all things marketing, a little bit of storytelling today. And hey, like, let's talk about what we're doing this year. Marketing strategies. We want to grow and it's really going to be online. We're still in this whole pandemic thing. So what do we need to do to continue to grow and implement in 2022? Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want. It is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Hey, y'all. Well, it has been a while since we have done this, and I've come back just you and I, solo episode, talking all things marketing, storytelling. I figured... January 2022, oh, I hate the way that sounds, um, it was a good time to go ahead and do this and talk about marketing strategies to implement in the new year, in 2022, why not? So let's go ahead and dive in and uh, get right to it. So I have the six things, six, seven-ish things that I feel like are gonna be really important this year. Some are things we're bringing with us from 2021 um, and prior to, and some are a couple of new things, and then some we're leaving back in 2021, okay? So first one, which is my favorite, that's why I put it as number one, is LinkedIn. I don't know that there's one other marketing tool that I can account for, for bigger business growth in the last year than LinkedIn. I have really been going hard on LinkedIn for about a year and a half now. And I have close to 7,000 followers. I've closed five-figure projects and deals on LinkedIn. And it's really helped my business grow, my visibility grow, opportunities grow and come my way. Um, And it's rapidly growing. So I know I'm talking about me, but I truly believe this I'm going to get into this more as far as social media, but as far as a tool for business growth, I don't think there's there's anywhere better to be right now than LinkedIn. So they're making a lot of updates. They're making a lot of changes for business and company uh, pages and accounts, right? You have your personal profile and then you have your business account. They're making a lot of updates. Um, even there's 740 million users right now on LinkedIn. And I was just reading in in Forbes that they're making huge gains each and every month as far as users that are coming on. So 740 million users of LinkedIn 
at this point at the end of 2021. Um, yes, it's not huge like a Facebook or even Instagram, but I think why I rank this as number one on the list, because I've seen it work in my own business once I really focused there. Um, also, my approach is creating content primarily for LinkedIn, um, you know, with a little bit of for other platforms as well, um, because I want to speak to that audience. The difference between LinkedIn and let's say Instagram, if we want to talk about those two, because I know a lot of people spend time on Instagram and this totally depends on your industry, but the difference between the two is that people are on LinkedIn are there in a business mindset, in a professional mindset, in a job searching mindset, in a job hiring mindset, um, in a doing business mindset. What is your mindset when you are scrolling on Instagram? Totally different, right? So, I mean, at least I know. For me, it's probably like sitting on the couch watching The Bachelor, scrolling through Instagram mindlessly. I'm not trying to buy something. <laughs> now, it doesn't mean I haven't made professional connections there, but my mindset on the two platforms is very different. And if you spend time on both, you would probably see that in yourself as well. So, hey, the numbers alone say it. I can tell you they're making a lot of updates that I think are going to be beneficial and continue to evolve and change and grow with the app. Everyone has live access now there. So, I mean, and you still get, I would say LinkedIn is also the platform where you get the best organic reach. Still, you you really don't have to pay to play on LinkedIn. If you do, um, there's a lot of opportunity there as well. Um, but I would, the sooner the better because at some point everyone's gonna be there and you just don't wanna be the last one to the party. You may say, hey, I am you know, a, boot, a clothing boutique shop. I am a jewelry store, I'm a pizza shop. Things like that, totally get it. You have to know where your audience is, who your audience is, and where is best for you to focus your time, energy, and efforts and show up consistently. There are certain businesses that are meant for Instagram, that are much better for Facebook. And then depending on your goal, if you're more B2B service-based type of business, you certainly should be on LinkedIn and utilizing the relationship building, the tools that you have there, um, and the visibility that you can grow there. And hey, people are looking to do business. So that is my you know, number one professional advice, also my personal opinion as far as how I feel about LinkedIn. I feel like that is my number one marketing focus going into 2022. Number two, online events. Um, I think we, you know, we have to continue to think about at the, listen, at the time of me recording this, we are in Omicron hell. Okay, everyone's freaking out. I am a member of organizations that want to move things totally in person to encourage that in-person attendance. I get how important in-person is. I love it. I want to be in person as much as I can. There are going to be times when I can't be. There are going to be times that I shouldn't be and for health reasons or whatever. We've opened this door into this hybrid virtual world. It's not ever going to close. Okay, people? It's never going to close. Don't try to close that door because if you do, you are shutting people out. Potential customers, potential partners, 
potential community members of yours that you need to help your business grow, right? So I would say we have to think about online events. This is something I experimented with. I was a, a lot of, a part of a lot of online conferences and virtual events as a guest, as a speaker, as a moderator in 2021. I did host one of my own, um, a free class. About nine people joined. It was really great. I enjoyed it because I was able to, it was international. I was able to welcome people from Canada, the United States into this class. Um, I think it's a great community builder. We're not bound to make connections in our location. So just thinking about how you can continue to incorporate an online event or hybrid into whatever you're doing. If events are part of your marketing, I think it's a great way to introduce new people to you and who you are. So if you know, if you do events, if you do something in person, just thinking about that virtual aspect to it to get people involved and engaged. Um, and if you do it strictly online, or again, you have a marketing strategy that is, you know, using LinkedIn, as I mentioned, hey, that's where I advertise my, my free class. Um, so maybe you can find a way to incorporate getting together in an online space. Um, and because that's just not going away. People like to connect that way. They like the, the time saving. I, I just, I wanted to bring up online virtual events. It's, it's not my area of expertise, but I can certainly see how it's not going away and how it's going to be needed ongoing in the future. And the way that you can build connections, meet new people, I will give you one <laughs> insider tip as far as what I do actually when I join others events, whether it's like a masterclass or a mastermind or whatever, I actually will join that. I'll see what's going on in the chat or I see who's in the group that I want to meet and I find their name and I connect with them and I go ahead in the meeting, I connect with them on LinkedIn. I send them a quick note and I said, hey, I, I see you're here in so-and-so mastermind. Look forward, nice seeing you here. Think we have a lot in common. Look forward to getting to know you better, right? Boom. I, I see them. I found a common ground to connect with them on. Now I'm building that uh, that relationship off of that online class or that virtual event and on LinkedIn and making that and establishing that connection with someone where I believe we can have a mutually beneficial relationship. So just getting creative and thinking about how you can expand your network. And honestly, in these online events, you can do it so much faster and easier and that in-person element there's nothing like shaking a hand back when we could do that hugging someone you know cheersing over wine and really getting to feel someone's vibe and energy when you can do it safely great um if you can't love this option don't forget like don't just say hey i'm tired of this to hell with it i'm all in all in person so just think about ways that you can get your online community having fun and engaged. So this is nothing new, but if you don't have one content piece at this point, I think you're behind. So what I mean by that, I think in 2022, I'm giving a lot of tips here, but what I'm doing is actually giving tips around something manageable, right? I mentioned LinkedIn. If LinkedIn works for you and your business, I think for most of us, it will. Unless again, you're kind of a, a very visual type of 
uh, business or much more, um, you know, direct to consumer. But if you think about what that one platform is you dominate at, I'm talking about, hey, focus there, right? And just go all in there. For me, that place is LinkedIn. Now I'm talking a one content piece. For me, that is this video podcast. I put a lot of time and effort and energy into producing this podcast and really making it a nice high quality piece with a website and the whole thing. You don't have to get that crazy with it, but you should have one content piece that allows you to build a connection, trust, no like trust factor with your audience, educate, thought leadership. You can do that with a video podcast. You can do that with a regular audio only podcast. You could do that with a monthly ebook you come out with or quarterly ebook you come out with. You could do that with a, um, a blog. Written blogs are still great ways to drive traffic, get people to, to know who you are. So those are, you could do that with a short video series of you talking or a video interview series. Whatever your one content pieces that you can do consistently, once a week, once every two weeks, once a month, but just have a one content piece because again, people get all distracted with, I got the podcast and now I need to have a video and now I need to have a blog and now I need to have um, an ebook and now I need to have uh, a book that I'm publishing. Like, no, 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 one, something manageable, something simple that you do. Create one and create it consistently. So that would be my tip there. Focus on that one content piece to show you and your expertise. Don't get distracted with a bunch of different other things. One content piece. And I led right into point number four, consistency. Create that one piece consistently. Every week, every other week, once a month, whatever works for you, stick to a schedule, batch it, plan it out, and produce that content. Your audience will look for it. They will come to expect it. They will come to be excited by it. Um, and that's just the way to build you know, your leads and, you know, make them warm and, you know, eventually turn those raving fans into your customers, right? So consistency, oldest term in the book. We're taking that year to year to year to year. (laughs) Consistency works. So I just had to bring that up as a reminder because it's always a good one. So that was tip four. Number five, my favorite, you know, I couldn't leave out storytelling, but authenticity in storytelling. And you know what's funny is sometimes I've been, um, I've been thinking about this myself. I feel like, you know what? It's a great point to bring up because we can go further. We can always go further, myself included, right? You know, people will often ask me when I do my courses on speaking on camera or about speaking authentically or telling their story, how to even get comfortable. And I say, listen, you don't have to go and start divulging your deepest, darkest, darkest secrets the first time you get on camera or record something or write something. Right. Just start with what you're comfortable with. Just start a little bit or just, you know, start with just a a tad bit of discomfort. You know, just take one step at a time. And then once you see, hey, positive feedback and people supporting and cheering you on because that's what's going to happen, then you take another step and you go a little bit further. So it's a good reminder to all of us and to myself, because I think I need to to turn up the heat a little bit on that next year and definitely hone in on showing exactly who I am, 
focusing on that, um, that's never going away. And I think it's even more important in 2022 because of this, like, this digital marketing space continues to explode. This is where everyone's focusing in their attention, which means this space is so segmented. Like, there's so much content. There's an overload. People want to feel connected. That's not going away. Who do they feel connected with? Those that they can relate to their stories. So we have to tell them. We have to share. We have to push ourselves outside of our comfort zones little by little. Not all at once. You don't have to dive in unless you want to. If you want to, go ahead. Send me a note. Let's do it together. (laughs) But, you know, people want that connection. So, you know, we've got to go there. That's how we're building. That's how we're building connections and relationships. And we're doing it online. So, a lot of the times, right, if we're going back to number one, two, three, four that I just mentioned, we're doing a lot of this online. So that requires opening yourself up to a broader audience of people to see it. The haters will be gone. They will unfollow, unconnect, whatever. Good riddance, right? You don't need those people. They will unsubscribe. Good. One less person wasting my time, right? Because you just want to attract the people that are meant for you and vice versa. So show up be you because that's just going to attract more just like you honestly baby every time you take a create a piece of content write something do a post on social media just do a check like does that feel real to you you know how would you tell that story to a friend that's what i always say especially about speaking on camera imagine you were talking one-on-one with your friend you know someone that you know well that knows you you trust try to approach it that way and see how things come out come across and how you deliver it. Um, And just kind of do that mental check every time you create something like, hey, does this sound authentic, sound real? Number six is a good one. So I wanna spend some time on that. So before we get to number six, just quick recap. We mentioned LinkedIn, okay. One of the fastest growing social media platforms, great for business. Listen, people are doing big deals on LinkedIn. Gotta get there and focus. Online events, hybrid events, however you want to position it, great space to be. One content piece, just focus on that one, double down on that, make it great and share it on that one social platform, LinkedIn, that works for you, right? And do it consistently. That was number four. Um, On a consistent basis, whatever it is you can commit to. Number five, authenticity in your storytelling. I probably should have bumped this all the way up to like number two or one, but hey, we need this. This is not going away. We're bringing that year to year with us. That's going to be relevant in 2022 and 2023 and 2024. So just show up because people are are overloaded and overwhelmed with content and they need a reason to stop and pay attention to yours. So those were one through five. Number six. This one, this one came up a lot in 2020, taking a stand. Um, And I'm sorry that I don't actually have the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Attribution for this quote. Um, But I remember in 2020 when I was sitting in a conference, because I remember sharing this with several clients of mine as well, is that 70% of consumers want to do business with a company that takes a stand on current events or issues, right? Someone that they feel connected to, feel aligned with their values, their mission, their purpose, what they stand for. Consumers want to do business 
with brands who take a stand and they feel aligned with. If you were listening to my one through five and you're like, got that, check, 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 check. I'm being authentically me where a lot of people struggle and that maybe even even myself included, it's not always easy to put your thoughts, beliefs, and ideals out there because you will alienate people who don't agree with you and that's okay. Take a stand, make your voice heard. This is thought leadership. What do you care about? Uh, what's your mission? What are your values? A lot, not enough. And like this doesn't meet, have to mean, you know, you're getting controversial. It may. It may be to whoever thinks it's controversial. I don't know who's thinking it's controversial, but it's just it's what you feel, right? It's what you believe in. Um, consumers want to do business, again, with brands that believe in what they believe in, that stand for what they believe in. So it was interesting because um, on Inc.com, I was reading an article, and I'll link to this as well, is that they, looking ahead to 2022 marketers, um, will be partnering more with nonprofits, which I believe ties into this, right? Those who give back have a mission. Um, Those brands who do that are brands that consumers want to do business with. I think that ties into the taking a stand now. Um, And it's interesting because I feel like that was important for me with this podcast because I've always loved working with nonprofits. That's actually how I started my business for like the first year only worked with nonprofits Um, because they're so wonderful to tell stories for. They all have powerful, impactful stories. And that's how you help them fundraise and, um, you know, donors get engaged and, you know, their constituents get engaged in all of that. So I truly love telling nonprofit stories. Um, you know, sometimes it can be hard to work with nonprofits budget-wise, which is, you know, part of the reason why it was important to me to continue to include nonprofits every month on this podcast. So that was my way of, hey, what skill can I use to help nonprofits and also tell stories for organizations like nonprofits that I feel like need to have their stories heard. So, um, and I've actually been doing some thinking. I'm not going to talk about it because I st- it's, it's probably another year off, but uh, some thinking around ideas, other ideas, bigger plans for what I could do with nonprofits. Um, little teaser there. But um, yeah, it was interesting as I was just kind of doing some research for this podcast episode that I came across that Inc.com article that said marketers are going to be doing more partnering with nonprofits, whether that's in the form of a sponsorship or in, you know, some sort of campaign or, um, you know, that a percentage of proceeds are going to go to that nonprofit. But that's going to be important part because consumers care about who you support and what you stand for. So thinking about that, you know, um, I, I think that's a great point. So it, it could be a nonprofit. It could be another cause or issue or something that you're standing up for. But don't shy away from that and make it known what your company stands for, um, because you'll be surprised at how much it is that that attracts people to you and doing business with you. So, um, you know, let me know what you guys think about that as you hear this. You know, go ahead, send me. Depending on where you're listening to this, send me an email, send me a note on the socials. I would just love to hear what you think. But 
those are my six things. I'm going to link those articles that I referenced. I wanted to kind of keep this short and sweet, but before we go, really quickly, <laughs> I did put a couple of other notes in here that I wanted to share with you you all about three things we're not doing in 2022 that we're leaving in 2021 if you were still doing them, just as a little refresher <laughs> for fun. We're not pulling back on online marketing and just focusing on in-person, okay? I may have touched on this earlier, but if I didn't, no, no, no. Do not do that, please. See, look, you guys made me oh, get so upset I hit my microphone. But we are not dropping off in the digital space. This is where all efforts are going. So do not do that in 2022. Leave that way of thinking in the past. And if you don't have the time, make the time, even if it's an hour a week, okay? We are not in 2022 trying to do everything meaning i gotta be on facebook i gotta be on instagram i gotta be on twitter i gotta be on linkedin like i said choose one that works for you we're not also trying to send you know an email every day we're not <laughs> every week oh my gosh i'm thinking about a client who the heck was this like two and a half years ago it was like we need to send an email every day. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Anyways, um, we're not trying to do a blog. We're not trying to do a podcast. We're not trying to do a video series. We're not trying to do an online course. Like, don't, are you trying to do everything? Because you're going to do everything and not do anything well. Focus on one content piece and one distribution outlet that you can do really well consistently. Last thing we are leaving in 2021 is automating everything. Okay, there's so much automation and marketing and I'm I'm trying to think of the way to say it, but I'm finding that it it can be too much. Fun, some funnels are great for certain purposes, but sometimes you want it to hands off. And I think the thing is, if you're a personal brand, if this is your business, and you are not at a place where you can afford a marketing director, a CMO, whatever, okay? That's mainly who I'm talking to, right? Like, just commit to knowing that you are going to have to spend a certain amount of time showing up. And putting in some work to your marketing because your business is you. People want to do business with you. That doesn't mean you have to do everything, but they need to see you and hear from you. This is not a set it and forget it. Turn it off. Automate it. We're leaving that thinking back in 2021. You know, even as much as, you know, <laughs> you want to turn things over and have other people handle it. It's so, the more involvement that you have in your own marketing, just from a perspective of, even if it's ideas, or even if it's once a month, you spend 30 minutes in front of a camera to show your face and you have your team edit some of those videos up for you so that your audience can see them. Like, whatever it is, we need to see you some of the time. <laughs> and we need to, to see and hear from the founder, right? So just don't think, 
automation can be great and can work wonders, especially in marketing, but don't automate everything. You can't automate real connections. So think about where you can show up a little bit more, how you can be a little more involved, whether that's just responding to direct messages or comments and just being authentically you and showing people this is not just all some kind of automated turnkey thing. I'll tell you a story. I was talking with a potential client who I had known for some time. We weren't connected on LinkedIn. I connected with them, but we had already had a discovery call and you know, we're kind of going through the process there. And we were actually talking about managing her LinkedIn. Added her on LinkedIn and um, and I, I, I want to say it was LinkedIn. Yeah, on LinkedIn because I was checking out the content there and got an automated DM about, hey, nice to meet you, et cetera, et cetera. And like those things... They may work for you, <laughs> but it really doesn't work most of the time. So really just remembering that that human connection, making things personal, that little bit of extra effort goes a long way. So don't forget about that. Whether it's you doing some of it and somebody else handling others, that's okay. You don't have to do it all. If you're CEO, business owner, totally get it. But just remember, not everything can be handed over to a machine or just automated and copy paste. So we got to leave some of that in 2021 as well. <laughs> I hope this episode was helpful. If you want to share your marketing tips that you're definitely implementing or bring it with you into 2022, let me know. Share the love as I'm sharing as well. You know, come on, we got to help each other out. So I know it's going to be really important for me to kind of hone in and, and focus every year. January is a great time to really refocus, set that intention for the month, the year, everything coming up. So a lot of work to do, definitely on my side as well. So wish you all the best, a very happy new year, and thanks for joining me for this solo episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode and some of those tips were helpful and kind of focusing in on your marketing plans for 2022. If you have your own tips you'd like to share, hey, like I mentioned at the at the end of that episode, go on over, send me an email, connect with me on LinkedIn, comment under this episode on YouTube. Let me know what you're going to do. Share the love so we can all continue to grow together. And also, let me know what you think of this episode, what you want to hear more of. Remember, we come back each and every week with new episodes. I wouldn't want you to miss out, so make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm all the places, so you can find me there. That's also below in the show notes. So until I see you back next week, because I know I'll see you then, stay happy, stay healthy.